Welcome to Fix Your Focus, Let's Chat with Saida, where we have weekly conversations centered around mental health, self-empowerment, or relationships that provide growth, healing, and knowledge around the transitional periods that women go through in life. I'm your host, Saida Spencer Artis, a licensed marriage and family therapist and owner of Focus Therapy Clinic in Birmingham, Michigan. It is my mission to provide a place for women to listen, learn, and laugh while constantly evolving. I hope you enjoy listening to the show, and please remember, this show is not meant to be a substitute for working with a licensed mental health professional. So you are listening to Fix Your Focus, Let's Chat with Saida. Um, Today, our guest that is joining us is Shate Thompson. Um, The subject we're going to be talking about is in the meantime. So thank you so much for joining us today, Shate. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So Shate Thompson is a licensed mental health counselor in Florida and Georgia, specializing in strength strengthening the family unit and helping families of separation and divorce to grow and heal. Uh, She serves families as a counselor, parenting coordinator, certified family mediator, and court-approved parenting educator. Ms. Thompson is also a three-time author and two-time best-selling author, speaker, certified daring, Daring Way facilitator, and consultant. Uh, Ms. Thompson offers life-changing strategies, empowerment, personal development, mental and emotional health messages to schools, churches, conferences, workshops, and seminars. Um, She is passionate about helping others grow mentally, emotionally, and spiritually into the best version of themselves. Uh, Ms. Thompson is also the founder of Brand New Me, where as a breakup restoration expert, she coaches women who have experienced a significant breakup to grow through the process of resetting, rediscovering self, redefining self, and renewing self to become a brand new me. In addition, um, helps through workshops, webinars, and programs. So let me just say, I love the brand new me. When I went on the website, I think, what was it? Hashtag brand new me? Yes, brand new me journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Thank you, thank you. So, um, tell me a little bit about. Um, so, the topic that I chose was in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So lately, I've had this thought on my mind um, when I've been talking to other therapists or doing like couples, and they're going through a breakup, and the conversation is, "Well, what do I do in the meantime?" Right. What do I do in this spot where nothing is happening? So what does the transition period look like after ending a relationship? Um, it's really about focusing on self, about that, that growth journey that, that has to take place. It's about learning, right? Because there's so much that has gone on in this relationship that many times we've lost ourselves. We've mm-hmm. lost our voice. We've engrossed ourselves into being there for someone else or always considering someone else with all of the decisions that we're making, right? So now during this transition period, it's about rediscovering who you really are at your core, right? And about finding ways to to be that person that you've always wanted to be or you've continued striving to be. Um, So it's finding ways to to 
to really be you outside of this relationship. So how do you do that if all you've ever known is this relationship? And I'm, and I'm going to give you context for why I asked that, right? Okay. So if you've been dating somebody, this is your high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and you've been dating this person, and then you have kids, and you get married, and then you hit mid-30s, mm-hmm. early 40s, and you're like, well, wait a minute. I don't really like him. So what, mm. so what mm. do I do? that's a great question I like that yes you know put it into perspective right (laughs) (laughs) that's how I think (laughs) oh uh what we do with that now is is we find our voice we start to like make a list of what we really want Mm -hmm. right adventures that we've always wanted to try either this person never wanted to do it with us or it's hobbies we've always wanted to get into um things we've always wanted to learn, foods we've always wanted to try, right? Adventures that we think might be cool, right? Or things that we used to be into, it used to be hobbies, but we let go of it. So -hmm. let's get back into it, right? It's about having our support systems right there that we can have some healthy distractions. We can take our mind off of what has been forever so we can start to create something new. It's about reframing what we've constantly had. So all of these dates that has been super special or all of these places that mm-hmm. has significant value because of who we always did it with. Now it's time to reframe it, right? Because we can't stop living, right? Exactly. So now it's, 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 it's time to create new memories, create new traditions. And we're going to do that um, with ourselves, with our loved ones, um, and just being creative. Is that hard to do? It's difficult. It, it can be very difficult, right? I've, I've, I've personally lived it, right? I am a, a divorcee and I actually was with the person that I was with in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And that ended, right? But it's not impossible. G- yeah. It's what okay. I want us to know. So yeah, it's, it can be difficult right? Because we have all of these emotions inside of us that we're trying to make sense of. But is it possible to actually do? Definitely. That takes, so to do it, it takes work, right? It takes work. It, it, it takes a mindset shift, mm, right? I like it, that. It, it takes where we, we are determined to do different and to be different. And when we are intentional with how we're moving and what we're doing, we're able to get results. Okay. So in order, you said intentional. I'm big. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like that word. I'll pick up on words. So in order to be intentional, intentional means that we have to stop from how things typically moved and mm-hmm. um, all of the things that we did before and then key in on maybe what it means or what we're looking for, what matters to what us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so how do, how do we... Intention now. Yeah. Okay. actually doing it. Yeah. Okay. So when we start to make that, that list of the things that are relevant to us and mm-hmm. important to us, um, do we do that with intention? Of a, like, sure. so when I, and when I say that, I mean, from another person or from a partner, 
when we start to create that list? Do we do that with intention? You do it with in intention, but focused on self and not on what was, right? I love to share with my, my, my clients that all right, now that this is over, now that you are getting back to the basics with you, let's have some fun, right? So let's make a list of 25 things that you really want to dive into. It could be baby goals, middle goals, and like big time goals, right? But I want you to have fun with it. So think about adventures. Have you ever gone, what, skydiving? Or have you ever gone parachuting? Or do you want to learn how to play chess? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to try a new type of food? Like for myself, I really wanted to get into sushi and wine. So I dived into that. And those are like my favorite things now, right? So it's about finding what really works for you. But while you're doing that, you're learning yourself too. Because you might try something and be like, oh, I didn't like that very much. Let me move on to the next thing on my list right? So you're going to have like financial goals. You're going to have like travel goals. You're going to have like family goals and self goals of what you really want for yourself. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we'll continue to dive into this subject because it's so rich and I feel like people deal with this all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and just stick with us. We will be right back. Stay tuned to Fix Your Focus. Let's chat with Saida. To fix your focus, let's chat. Uh, therapy with Saida. Thank you so much. Um, if you're just now joining us, we are talking to Shantae uh, Thompson. And we are talking about, in the meantime, in the meantime of relationships and creating a transition once you have ended a relationship, what do you do in that time frame? Um, so if, like I said, you're just now joining us, some of the things we talked about a little bit prior was what that means once the relationship has ended and starting to identify what self looks like and what do you like as an individual. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask was forgiveness. Uh, does forgiveness play a necessary part of the healing process? Oh, most definitely right? With, without forgiveness, then you're not letting go. And it's heavy for you. It's, it's a load that you're carrying, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that we, we let go so we're able to have mental, emotional, and physical health, as well as spiritual health, right? So if I can share, I can give you like four things that's so necessary on that forgiveness journey of for course. us to be able to truly move forward. Right. So first, it starts with releasing where you are allowing yourself to feel that hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it sucks that that you're going through something, you're feeling betrayed, you're you're feeling like this is not the way that it really was supposed to go. So what the what? Mm -hmm. Right. So allow yourself to feel that, but then reflect. And this part is difficult because this is where you have to take the other person's perspective. Okay, so this is where you think about their history, their background, their upbringing, right? Because now you're going to better understand why they made the choices and, and decisions that they made. And it doesn't excuse it at all, right? But it helps you to better understand their capacity, what they actually are capable of doing right? So it paints a different picture for you. After that, now, it's where you remove the fantasies. Mm 
right? I we like have that. a picture in our head and we, we have to be careful not to be so invested in how we feel it ought to be, right? That we're not allowing ourselves to actually accept how things really are, okay? So when oh we do God. that, now we're able to start that process of moving forward. And last, if we are focusing on self, forgiveness is a part of helping self too, okay? Because it improves our health. If we are letting go, the Mayo Clinic tells us that it promotes healthier relationships, less anxiety and stress, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system. So all of these things, it's helping us when we actually forgive. Okay. So the four things, releasing, mm -hmm. reflection, mm -hmm. remove the fantasies, and mm -hmm. letting go. And not letting go, consider your own health. Consider your own health. Got you. Yeah. Which means letting go. Right. So one of the things that I see so often, and, and you mm -hmm. probably see as well, right, is when you get to the reflection period. Mm -hmm. Because when you get to the reflection period, especially like if you're in, if you've been with that person for a long, long time, mm -hmm. or if you've had a pattern of relationships that have looked the same way, just mm -hmm. different faces mm -hmm. in different places. Mm -hmm. So that reflection period requires that, yes, we look at the other person, but as we're starting to look at the other person, break down where they come from, what they saw, what relationships they grew up with, somewhere in there, we start to reflect on us. Oh, definitely. And what happened where we dated them or married mm -hmm. them or became mm -hmm. involved and had kids with them? Mm -hmm. That part of the reflection, I see sometimes in my clients, or just women in general, mm -hmm. is the most difficult. I agree. It is very difficult, right? Because now we're looking in, in the mirror mm. and we're making sense of our own choices. So what I like to do when I'm working with my clients and we get to that, that part, I like to encourage them to give themselves grace, right? We, we can quickly start to feel like failures and start to feel like, every like just blaming self, right? But if we grant ourselves some grace and be committed to take the lessons from it, what are we learning so we know how to do things differently? Which means we're coming out better on the other side, mm -hmm. right? Um, because yeah, we, we have to make sure that we are doing that introspection because we all play a role. It's, it takes two to tango, right? So right. after we take note of, our own actions, our own behaviors, um, how we contributed to the, the demise of the relationship. Um, that reflection is, is major for our own growth. Okay, also in the reflection period, while we're looking and examining our exes, our exes uh, family or their upbringing to understand them better mm -hmm. do we also reflect on our upbringing what we saw the relationships mm -hmm. and the way in which we were taught to communicate does mm -hmm. that also play a role 
that that for sure plays a role, but it plays a role with with the introspection for our next steps, right? It doesn't necessarily play a role in the forgiveness piece, but it plays a role with less than so, all right, I know that growing up, I saw um, my mother accept everything from her partner. And as much as I hated it, I'm seeing that I'm doing the same doggone thing, right? So what type of boundaries do I need to put in, in place? What type of things does this person need to earn before I allow him to be this close to me or for me to be this vulnerable with him, you know? So now we are reflecting so we can make different choices and have um, more assertiveness in our relationship moving forward. Uh, what do you think makes forgiveness the most difficult for people? Forgiveness, I believe, is difficult for folks because we, we don't want to look internally. It's so hard to do that introspection piece, right? It, 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 we can get very comfortable with blaming. We can get very comfortable with, with just looking and pointing at that, that, that finger without looking at all the fingers that are pointing to us. So we have to make sure that we do that work. Yeah, agree. Because um, fear mm -hmm. can be a very debilitating thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether it's in going through the forgiveness or the reflection piece to mm -hmm. figure out if I forgive this person, does that mean this? Or does that mean mm -hmm. that I'm excusing? Or, you know, all of these different pieces when forgiveness is really, like you said, on step number four, it's considering your own health. Yes. And yes. that, you know, to allow you to free yourself and start to do that, um, walk on that new journey. I agree with you. Um, how is self-love and self-care incorporated within this transition period? Self-love and self-care, it's, it's really about dating yourself, right? It's, it's about um, enjoying your own company, mm -hmm. right? Because so many times, when we're in the in-between moment that we're speaking of, right? Mm -hmm. We want to quickly jump back into something else. We want other individuals to fill that void that we might have. So it's so important that we spend time with self. We give self-compassion, we love on self, and we take time to get to know self, right? So it's important during this time that we, we journal, that we go to therapy, that we try new things like we spoke about, right? That, that we um, enjoy our own company and find ways to grow, be it spiritually, mentally, um, physically. So exercising more or eating um, our eating habits changing or finding ways to get more educated, be it through podcasts or through YouTube videos or through reading self-help books. Like there's so many ways for us to love on self by contributing to our, our own growth in, in some type of way. I call it uh, falling in love with self. Oh, yes. Because we worry so much. Sometimes it's so instinctually to mm -hmm. fall in love with other people. 
mm-hmm. to do for others. Just that natural instinct as a woman, sometimes it comes out so strong. Yes. Um, and you're doing and you're loving and you're giving to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then wake up one day and you realize like, okay, man, mm. I, I really forgot to love on me. Mm-hmm. And in that, in this, this period, this in between or the meantime period, that is when you start to identify or have that introspection like you talked about of, you know what? I don't even know what I like. Exactly. I stop being in love with me. Date yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I make my clients put them on their schedule. Oh, I love it. Put yourself on your schedule. So where are you mm-hmm. going? And don't tell me you mm-hmm. went to the beauty shop, nail, nail shop, or to get a pedicure. Don't, no, mm-hmm. I need something. Are you going to get a massage? Are you taking yourself to brunch? You know, what are you doing? Are you going on a trip with your girlfriends? Mm-hmm. Are you going to therapy? Mm-hmm. That's a sit down, let's chat kind of situation. Definitely. You know, so I, I tie it in in all those different pieces, but I, I agree with you that it, it has to come within that period because mm-hmm. if it doesn't come and then you, you fight, right? You mm-hmm. fight the forgiveness piece or you get started, you, you do the first step releasing, right? It started with the second step of reflection, right. but reflection get too deep because uh-huh. you don't want to journal no more. You don't uh-huh. want to cry no more. Mm. And then you just say, you know what? Forget this. Right. Because I met somebody else or somebody else came a knocking. So I'm about to start dating them. Right. What happens when you jump into another relationship and you don't address you know what happened? the problem? <laughs> you start dating your ex with a different face. Yes. <laughs> so we got to be so careful. Yep. And then when do... The, the funny part, or not funny, but the weird part sometimes mm-hmm. is that we don't always realize right away that we're dating our ex. Right. We don't get that until there's mm-hmm. a breakdown in communication. Exactly. Or there's an argument. Mm-hmm. And so then the process starts all over again. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you typically see? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's something that we we see on a regular basis, right? But that's one of the reasons that I wrote my book, Brand mm-hmm. New Me, Complimented, Completed, and Whole, right? Like because that. this is where, thank you, <laughs> this is where it's a workbook. So I have relatable stories where folks can now start doing the work. It's questions and in, in there for them to actually look in, in, inward, right? To look at their past experiences, to look at the relatable stories and then find ways of how they can do things moving forward, right? So we, we must make sure that, that we take note of where we have been and where we really want to go. And then what steps do we need to um, start doing to actually get there, to actually cultivate healthier relationships? I, I have a relationship risk assessment in this book, right? Because relationships are a risk, point blank, period, yeah. right? But when we can take note of where on the risk um, spectrum is it, then we go in informed and we know how to get different results. And then even with that vulnerability, Mm -hmm. 
um, in the space of vulnerability comes growth. For sure. But at the same time, if we haven't done the work to identify the characteristics, to lay the boundaries down, mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I was hurt then and I made some decisions based off of X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. but I know better. Right. And so the next time I move into this place, I'm, I'm going to do this. Definitely. So I like the relatable story. I, I like the relatable stories because that's really what draws people in. Mm -hmm. That's what would make someone pick up the workbook, open the workbook, mm -hmm. and stay consistent. Exactly. Because if you don't, if it means nothing, or it's just general, mm -hmm. who finishes? Right. Yeah. Um, what is the scariest part, though, about being alone? Scariest part of being alone. Um, scariest part of being alone is, is it really kind of de depends on your age, right? And where you are in life, okay? But it, it comes to sometimes it's about dying alone or the unknown of how long I will be alone, right? That's, that's scary, right? Because most of us desire some, some type of companionship and relationship and someone that you can do life with right so if you take that concept that you just noted um mm -hmm. the desire to be but also the scary piece of the unknown let's say you're talking about somebody who's in their 20s 30s right mm -hmm. 30s 30s and they haven't met anybody yet mm -hmm. or they're in a relationship and they're coming out of a relationship that didn't go good that scary piece of the unknown how does that sometimes play out for that woman who doesn't know? It can play out in different ways. For some individuals, it might play out to where they accept what they know they shouldn't accept. They, 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 they either go with comfortable, even though the relationship doesn't serve them, right? It might be where they accept disrespect only to be able to have someone around, right? Um, these, it, it really plays a, a, a role in being in un, unhealthy situationships. Situationships, <laughs> <Right>? yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's, it's, it's scary when we don't want to pause with self. We're scared to sit with self. And we want to fill that, that void. Um, and it has consequences. How do, how do we talk to that, that woman? What do we say to that woman who does want to settle? Or who maybe even can identify that they're settling, mm -hmm. but still is also making the conscious decision to settle? Well, I mean, if, are, they, are they making a conscious decision to settle or are they settling right now hoping that this placeholder is simply a placeholder until something different comes around? I like that. Go with that. <laughs> I like that. Right? But when we have placeholders, are we really making room for something different? Mm, no. Not at all, right? So we really have to ask ourselves these hard, hard questions. And we have to be able to be so comfortable with self that we can be alone and know that we're not lonely. Okay. 
I like that. So um, I often see women, we will say in their mid to late 20s, okay, mm-hmm. who friends, and we'll say 30s too, mm-hmm. friends are married. Okay. Um, friends have kids. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yes. What is, where is that woman, where's that space if you have that fear mm-hmm. of the unknown, um, how, how can you work to move past that? Because that's a fear of being mm-hmm. alone. Right. Because you have yet to find that mm-hmm. person at all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to come with faith right? With your belief systems. Mm-hmm. Because if, if, if we do know, and if we do believe that there is a higher power that, that is definitely working for us, right? Then we will know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. So we, we know that everything is happening in its right time, even if we don't see it happening in, in the time that we're wanting it to take, to take place. So it's, it's about there's still more to do. And yeah, it feels uncomfortable. Um, and it's really, really hard, right? To see everyone else doing activities that you yearn for yourself. Um, but I think it's important to take comfort in looking at the stats, looking at the evidence that it doesn't necessarily have to happen in that age range, right? Right. So when we can accept that, then we can change our mindset to be more um, understanding that we are not in control and it's okay for us not to be in control and we can still receive what we really want. Is it okay to have feelings of frustration? Yeah, we're human. Right? But see, sometimes people don't give their self grace. That was something that you mentioned earlier. Um, just mm-hmm. as women, give yourself a right. little grace, right? Give yourself mm-hmm. for being frustrated or being in not so great of a situation or mm-hmm. accepting something that at the time you may not have known wasn't right or right. that you deserved a little bit better um, mm-hmm. or that you could ask for better. Right. Right. Um, right. So I just ask that because sometimes people will have feelings and emotions, but they feel like it's not okay to discuss. So then they'll mm-hmm. hold them. Mm. And it'll eat them up inside. Yep. And create different space. So instead mm-hmm. of hanging with my girls um, or going out with some, some colleagues or associates, I'm going to just fall back a little bit because I don't want to go and I'm right. by myself. Right. So balance is so important, right? Mm-hmm. So when we are granting ourselves grace, when we are showing ourselves self-compassion, right, we have, we can acknowledge that we have every right to feel the way that we feel. And it's okay for us to feel how we feel, right? But then it's important for us to commit not to get stuck there. So 
the same way that when we have a breakup and we have to sit with those emotions for us to be able to then move through them to get to a different headspace and heart space, the same thing happens when we are seeing the individuals and our loved ones around us doing things that we really yearn for when we can recognize that it's affecting us take a moment acknowledge our triggers acknowledge what things happen around us that affects us and after we acknowledge that we can sit with it now we can move through it by coming up with strategies either with our counselor or with a coach or with a loved one right coming up with strategies of how we're going to be able to healthy and in a healthy manner move through it because we can still be happy for our friends and happy for our loved ones while we still desire something different for ourselves so when we get to that mindset of of accepting that this is not going to be my reality forever we'll be able to be um okay mindset shift Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's journey is different. Exactly. And even though things look really good on the outside, mm-hmm. you never know what's happening. You never know. On the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to take another short break. Okay. Um, when we come back, we're going to discuss a little bit about um, your books and how people can find you and reach you, um, you know, for further information definitely so stick with us and we will be right back stay tuned to fix your focus let's chat with saida to fix your focus let's chat with therapy with saida um if you're just now joining us you have really tapped into a rich conversation Mm -hmm. that we are talking about today um the conversation is focused on in the meantime so it's the in-between phase of the relationship and when you have ended one and you're in the transitional period of what's next what do i do Mm -hmm. how do i work on myself um, we are talking to Shantae Thompson today. Um, she's a licensed mental health counselor in Florida and Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. So once again, Shantae, I just thank you for joining me. This has been such a rich conversation. I love oh, this topic. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so one of the things before we kind of go into where the audience can find you and mm-hmm. discuss the workbook a little bit more, I just wanted to ask you if if this conversation did resonate with anybody or in the audience that's listening, um, what can be the next steps for that woman identifying or trying to figure out what's her next journey or what's the next phase that she may be walking into? Okay. Okay. So for becoming brand new, right? On the brand new me journey, there's many different stages right there's a beginning middle and lifelong learning that we're constantly going to encounter right so the way that you're going to figure out your personal next step is allowing yourself to sit down and figure out where do you really want to be think about your like if 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 it's fresh think about your three month six month nine month one year of where you'd Mm -hmm. like to be right? And if it's not so fresh, think about your one year, three year, six year, nine year of where you'd like to be, right? And then just start working towards it, baby steps, right? Like I like to tell my clients, we don't eat an elephant whole, 
right? We eat the elephant bite by bite, piece by piece, right? So now you can start making attainable goals for yourself and start working towards them. Think about different aspects of your life. So think about your mental state, your emotional state, your physical state, your spiritual state, um, your family life, your career life. What do you want for each of these? And start working towards each part. Got it. I love that. Um, now tell us about the workbook. I know we talked a little bit about it earlier, but tell us mm -hmm. about it and where can we find it? Okay, for sure. Um, so this is my latest book. I actually reframed my divorce date when I published this book. So it's definitely a baby of mine. And um, it, the reason I did it was because I wanted to help others on their growth journey. And the beautiful thing about this is it's for singles and for couples, okay. right? Because we always, all of us have work to do. And the way that we're going to have healthier relationships is by looking inward, right? So that's what this book does. I actually interviewed real live individuals that have been divorced or that have experienced some type of hardship in their relationship, right? And after I interviewed them, I, I, um, I used their stories to create questions now. So it's relatable stories. And then we have different lessons. For example, how to purge, right? How to listen to your sixth sense, how to forgive, mm. right? So there's so many aspects of our growth journey that's in this book, but you're able to actually do the work. So it's a workbook for you to actually sit down, either work in it or have a journal right next to you. Um, and it's, it's awesome sauce, right? It's a great tool for cultivating healthier relationships. Where okay. can you find it? You can yes. find it on my website, Brand New Me Journey, brandnewmejourney.com. Okay. Um, so advice, what would you leave um, women with? If you could just drop a tidbit on them today that would stick with them or something from this um, conversation that we've had today that's mm -hmm. been so rich with information, mm -hmm. What, what would be the takeaway? What would you love to be the takeaway? I would love the takeaway to, to first be that you're, you're not alone, right? It's okay for you to feel the way that you feel. Grant yourself grace and know that you can come out on the other side bigger and better, right? So that's why I, I founded Brand New Me is so we know that there are all versions of us and we're continuing to grow. So there's a way for you to grow from what you've experienced. And just to make sure for anyone who is just now joining, you mentioned earlier uh, four steps of forgiveness. Can you say mm -hmm. those four again? Definitely. The four steps for forgiveness is to release, meaning allow yourself to feel the, the, the hurt. Afterwards, reflect, understanding who this person is that was in your life, what they're actually capable of, thinking about their history, their background, who they are, considering your own. Um, so taking time to reflect, um, not excusing them, but it helps just to give you a different perspective, right? And then from there now, letting go of the fantasies, removing the, the fantasies of what you think ought to take place so it gives you room to accept what truly is. 
And then last, putting yourself first, considering your own health, right? When you do that, now you um, are promoting yourself to have less anxiety, less stress, less depression, a stronger immune system. It's helping you in all aspects of your own life. All righty. So hopefully everybody wrote those down. Um, I know I did. <laughs> and incorporate that into um, the relationship piece. And even if, I think you touched on it, even if you're not um, single or uh, in the process of a breakup, Mm-hmm. You can take the workbook, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, you can take these four steps and you can mm-hmm. incorporate this in within uh, a marriage that maybe you are in the process of trying to mend or yes. fix or create mm-hmm. a realignment mm-hmm. um, as you, both of you all get to know each other again for the people in yes. which you have grown to be. So yeah. those our options as well. Um, how can uh, people find you? How can we find you? Oh, for sure. Um, I'm on Instagram, which is mm-hmm. at Shate Thompson. So that's C-H-A-U-T-E-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. So Instagram is at Shate Thompson. Um, on Facebook, it's Brand New Me Journey. Um, I have a Facebook community, which is also Brand New Me Journey. Um, and then on on Facebook, if you go to Shate Thompson, the number two, you'll okay. be able to find me there. And then, of course, if you're looking for therapy, my website is inspirehopehealthhealing.com, inspirehopehealthhealing, um, and that's for Florida and Georgia. And then coaching, it's Brand New Me Journey. I do have a program, Fearlessly Love Again, which is starting June 21st. So early bird special is happening now. Um, and this is a program that happens quarterly. So if you, you, you miss this one, you'll be able to get in again. Um, but right now it's the early bird special. So okay. for that, it's tinyurl.com backslash love playbook. Okay. So once again, I thank you so much for coming and talking to us about this subject. Uh, all of the places that she has mentioned, please, audience, reach out, join, uh, get the workbook. It sounds like an amazing, amazing piece of material that can be utilized. Um, and thank you for listening to Fix Your Focus. Let's chat therapy with Saida. Have a good day. Take care. Thank you for tuning into the show with Saida.